The Girl from Goma, Rebecca Kabuo, a new generation activist from the Democratic Republic of Congo, who is affectionately known as one of the youngest prisoners of conscience. Born in Goma in the DRC in 1994, Rebecca holds a degree in clinical psychology. Raised against a backdrop of war, poverty, social injustice, and bad governance, joining the non-violent fight for change known as Lucha, Lut pour le changement, shouldn't come as a surprise. This is a special feature podcast episode and is also available in French. My name is Masichabam Daka, and I work for the Friedrich Naumann Foundation for Freedom, Sub-Saharan Africa. I'm passionate about human rights and was deeply impacted when I heard Rebecca's story. Today, you'll hear why. Welcome back. You're still watching The Globe. Hundreds of Congolese are fleeing to neighboring Uganda as fighting intensifies between members of the M23 rebel group and government troops in North Kivu province. Now, before we delve deeper and learn more about her, let us interrogate the reason our journey brings us to a country that is so well known for its mineral-rich resources. In the DRC, the UN's Joint Human Rights Office is comprised of the UN's Organization Stabilization Mission in the Democratic Republic of Congo, or MONUSCO, which was established in the year 2000, and the former office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights in the DRC, established in the year 1996. A long-standing affair indeed. What we have, however, come to see and read about human rights atrocities in the DRC is a far cry from the existing frameworks which were set out to protect and promote human rights. These continuous gross acts of human violations range from acts of sexual violence against women, abuses and violent attacks by armed groups against civilians, as well as displacement of civilians translating into a huge refugee crisis. In a report commissioned by the United States Department of State, it is also alleged that there continues to be other rights violations perpetuated by the government of the DRC, which include extrajudicial killings, forced disappearances, torture, arbitrary detention, harsh and life-threatening prison conditions, especially in the case of political prisoners, and serious problems with the independence of the judiciary. They have also been the worst forms of restrictions on free expression, censorship of the press, internet, threats of violence, and actual violence or unjustified arrests of journalists. What can we make or understand of this dire situation? As at the year 2019, the life expectancy in the DRC is estimated at 60 years. My name is Rebecca Kabo. I'm a human rights activist at Lucha. I was born in Goma. Here's a snapshot that Rebecca gave us into her life. She playfully describes what a typical morning in the day of her life looks like. Coffee, anyone? Chaque matin, je me lève souvent. Je me lève le matin, je prends mon café. Every day, I get up. Morning. Usually in the morning, I take coffee. 
וכמו קפה. And any activity that I do, whatever I have, I always have my cup of coffee with me. Rebecca's early childhood years shaped her into the person she is today. Speaking to family and school, she breaks down the realities and memories of the years that she has personally endured growing up in Goma, and more specifically, what she has come to define as her childhood. D'accord, merci beaucoup pour ces moments pour parler du mois du Mali. Thank you so much for giving me this time to talk here with you today. Si je peux parler de mon enfance, je je me rappelle que je suis née dans 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 une ville où il y a la guerre avec tant de conflits. I was born in a place where there is conflict and war. This is what I remember of my childhood. Et quand j'avais une année, il y a eu la guerre à Goma. When I was just one years old, there was a war. I don't really remember the story very well. Ma mère et mes frères m'ont raconté que j'étais petite, j'avais une année, il y avait la guerre. My mother and my brothers that there was a war for liberation at the time when I was just one years old. Kabila a pris le pouvoir pour chasser les dictateurs Gobutu. This was to chase away the dictator at the time. Et il y avait l'armée rwandaise, il y avait aussi la guerre du Rwanda qui a Goma. Avec les réfugiés rwandais à, à Goma. So we had a lot of Rwandan refugees in Goma at the time. Et pendant aussi mon enfance de 5 ans, 6 ans, 7 ans, euh, il y avait aussi euh, l'éruption volcanique de, dans ma vie. Later on in my childhood, when I was about 5 or 6, there was also a volcano that erupted in my city. Euh, je vois mon enfance, euh, je me rappelle de mon enfance, de chaque jour on doit s'élever tous les matins pour aller chercher de l'eau. When I think of my childhood, I think of the difficulties of going and fetching water on a daily basis, trying to bring things back to the house that we needed. In my childhood, I remember I always had to help my mom. We always had to go to the market. We had to help out. I remember seeing my brothers doing the same thing as well, bringing things back home, trying to find resources. This is what I think about when I hear the word childhood. C'est un peu ça l'image de, de, de mon enfance, mais il y a d'autres personnes qui n'ont pas, qui n'ont, qui, les enfants restaient à la maison souvent. Il n'y avait pas cette ambiance de tout le monde aller à l'école. Getting to live in the DRC at the time when there were refugees from other countries like Rwanda 
with the increasing and intensified security concerns at the time. Rebecca was just a baby then. Looking back as an adult now, Rebecca reflects on how this has impacted her. Uh, I don't have any souvenirs with the arrival of refugees in Rwanda because I was a year. I was a child. I don't have any memories of this time, really, because it was in 1994, so that's when I was born. Well, I do remember from this time is that they were isolated. They were not really inhabitants of Goma. They lived in refugee camps. So no, I didn't have any Rwandan friends at the time. Um, as an adult, I think it has de répercussions négatives vis-à-vis de la de la ville ou de de la sécurité de de notre pays. As an adult, in hindsight, I can see that this time was a time of really high security issues in Goma. Les autorités n'ont pas pris cette responsabilité de bien gérer cette question de des réfugiés. The authorities did not shoulder the responsibility of looking after refugees in the DRC. Parce que moi, que dit une vraie politique de des réfugiés rwandais au Congo, ça a créé de l'insécurité dans la région du du Nord Kivu, à l'est de du pays. There were huge security issues in North Kivu, in the east of the country, at the time. The uh, refugees were located vers the north of the de Goma, and they were installed until present. There are people who create the security since 1994. And there are people who, have, who are still there. They've been there since 1994. They are in the northern part of the city. The DRC is seeing two generations of its people living through a war. Unfortunate inheritors of a war they had no part or say in its origination. Rebecca shares about what a day in the life of an ordinary Congolese civilian is like. Uh, oui, pour, uh, pour répondre à cette question, moi, je, je pense que uh, chaque jour le matin, um, on se réveille la grande partie de, de la population de la ville de Goma um, sont des journaliers d'abord ils n'ont pas des contrats de travail um, on se lève le matin on part chercher de l'eau parce que tu ne peux pas faire tout sans avoir uh, l'eau à la maison uh, tu pars chercher les petits boulots in Goma don't actually have any contracted work. So what we do, we get up in the morning, we go and fetch our necessities, we go and fetch water, and then we go and search for a job or any way that we can make some money to survive. Souvent, les femmes ont cette... Ils chapeautent cette commerce informelle avec les petits, euh, les petits boulots ou 
vendre des articles tout au long de, des routes. Gourmand. Women in particular have small businesses and they are all over the city, anywhere they can get to, and they try to sell small artifacts and things that they make wherever they can make money. Mais en faisant cela, il y a encore la police qui vient souvent disperser ses mamans qui cherchent quoi manger pour le pour la famille et c'est un peu ça la journée de de, de quelqu'un qui vit à Goma une journée euh, avec euh, tu n'as pas d'eau tu dois aller chercher tu n'as pas d'électricité donc tu dois utiliser euh, la braise ou le bois de chauffage euh, tu dois aller chercher à manger parce que tu n'as pas un boulot qui va te donner l'argent à la fin du mois. Donc, tu dois te battre chaque jour au quotidien. C'est cette ville. Aujourd'hui, tu peux, tu peux travailler pour quelqu'un. Demain, tu peux aller au champ. Donc, il n'y a pas une vie, une ligne à suivre pour les habitants de Goma. La plupart, il y a d'autres qui travaillent, bien sûr, mais il y a d'autres. La majorité ne travaille pas. For the majority of people in Goma, there is no such thing as a typical day. You never know what you're going to be doing from one day to the next. You wake up in the morning, you might be contracted, so to speak, to work on a farm. You might be offered a job elsewhere. You never know where you're going to be. The sole aim is to go and find water, find electricity. If that fails, you go and find wood. You burn the wood so that you can heat your homes, so that you're not cold. And then you just try and find any way possible to try to make money so that you can survive, so that you can feed yourself, you can feed your family. This isn't the case for everybody. Some people do have jobs, but for the majority of people in Goma, this is what their day-to-day -day life looks like. I was interested to find out whether she would say that the people of DRC are politically polarized, or if people really and truly are concerned with survival and hope. I also wondered whether people have an idea of what a normal, stable way of life would be. C'est pas du tout euh, évident d'avoir euh, d'avoir de l'espoir quand tu n'as pas de sécurité, quand tu n'as pas les besoins sociaux de base comme avoir euh, la For some people, hope is there. I have hope. I have hope that there will be change one day. Um, au commencement de la lutte, c'était fondé sur euh, la première action de la lutte, c'était sur le, le travail. C'était fondé sur cette indignation des jeunes qui terminent les études mais qui n'ont pas le travail. Would often leave their universities or education system, but then they wouldn't have work. So we concentrated on getting them work. Donc, il y a quelque part les gens qui ont l'espoir pour voir les choses 
ils pensent que les choses vont changer. Et il y a d'autres qui se préoccupent de leur survie journalière. La question politique n'était pas euh, tellement intégrée dans la population avant the political issue was integrated in society until about 2016 people weren't really thinking about that. Les gens parlaient pas presque pas even talking about politics it wasn't really an issue depuis ce vague ce mouvement de de la lucha ou d'autres politiciens quand ils se sont euh, quand on a commencé à parler des questions euh, électorales les gens ont commencé à, à un peu s'intéresser sur la question politique lots of organizations in our part of the country and now people are talking about politics a lot more than they were before Uh, Aujourd'hui, tu peux trouver les mêmes des mamans au marché en train de vendre des braises ou, je sais pas, des tomates ou quelque chose d'autre. Commencer à discuter, c'est une question politique, quelque chose qui n'était pas auparavant uh, dans la population. Now, even women who are on a market store selling tomatoes or whatever they might be selling, they will be having political discussions with their customers. This isn't something that we saw decades ago. Euh, et donc, aujourd'hui, les gens commencent à, à prendre cette question politique euh, comme leur, euh, c'est leur droit de, de, de savoir ce qui se passe au niveau euh, de nos dirigeants. Now, people are more and more aware that they have the right to know what's going on in politics in their country. Mais il y a d'autres qui ne s'intéressent pas à, à la question, bien sûr. But of course, there are always those who are not interested in politics by nature. Uh, souvent, les femmes, des fois. Ouais. Sometimes it's women. Hommes, une de, Because for a long time, it's been a man's It only belongs to those who have university degrees, who work in politics, or who have some degree of education. As with many human rights defenders in Africa and around the world, there is always a story. The defining moment that resulted in the conscious decision to be a frontliner in defending human rights. Rebecca passionately refers to this as her why. Et quand je suis, um, en 2012, quand il y avait la guerre du M23 euh, à, à, dans notre partie de la ville, euh, notamment au nord Kivu, les, 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 les soldats rwandais se battaient euh, à Goma. En 2012, c'était le début, en fait, de, de la lutte de, du mouvement de jeunes euh, à l'époque euh, à Goma. Et mon grand frère, il était euh, président de la société civile qui a aussi initié, qui a aussi euh, euh, été avec les jeunes euh, qui ont commencé la lutte. And this is when Lucha really started its work. And my older brother was actually the head of this CSO, this civil society organization. Et 
je voyais ce courage. Je voyais euh, les deux mains des jeunes qui disaient non et pourtant c'était comme euh, interdit euh, de demander quoi que ce soit euh, au niveau des autorités. Je me suis dit euh, pourquoi pas moi Pourquoi moi ne pas s'engager à cette élite qui est noble, qui est non violente Et nous savons bien l'histoire de notre pays. Tout se tout se passe dans la violence. And I saw my brother's courage and I thought, why not me? Why don't I join? Why don't I be part of this movement, which is not a violent movement at all, but which really demands things from the government. It demands things from authorities. And we all know the history of my country. The history of my country is shrouded in violence. And I really wanted to make a point of being part of this organization, which is nonviolent and which demands change, which is something that we're not allowed to do in my country. Et en 2013, il y avait une grande campagne. Moi, je n'étais pas encore militante en 2013, mais euh, mon frère me parlait souvent de, de la lucha. Et quand il y a cette grande campagne des gommes avec des lots, je me suis dit, c'est le bon moment de m'engager parce que j'étais indignée de la question d'eau dans, dans la ville. And then in 2013, there was a big campaign that took place. And my brother told me all about it. At the time, I wasn't an activist, but that's when I really thought I need to join. I really want to do something. And I especially want to do something about the water situation. C'était la grande campagne de, de lucha, de Goma Vedelo. This was a campaign called Goma Wants Water. And it was a campaign that... Lucha led. Et depuis ce jour-là, je me suis engagée dans la lucha jusqu'à présent. And since that day, I have been an activist with Lucha. Lucha is a non-violent and non-partisan youth civil society movement founded in June 2012 in Goma, the capital of North Kivu. Lucha has this year celebrated 10 years of existence and its members have been instrumental in organizing civil society to call for the respect of the rule of law and human rights in the DRC. Rebecca shared a memorable moment about the time she spent and work she has done with Lucha. Oui, il y a des répercussions quand on est militant, quand on est activiste de droits humains. You are a human rights activist. In my country, there are repercussions. Encore uh, avec uh, quand Kabila était au pouvoir, l'ancien président de la RDC. When Kabila was in power, the former president. Il y avait uh, des répressions. Il y avait des there répressions. There was a lot of repression. Il y avait, uh, there was a lot of kidnapping. There were a lot of murders. Et, Pour moi, je, j'ai participé à plusieurs actions, plusieurs actions dans, pour demander des lots, pour demander l'électricité, des bonnes routes. I participated in lots of campaigns for education, for good elections, for uh, access to water, electricity, for better living standards. Uh, pour les maisons de télécommunication, pour avoir l'internet ou que chaque application, access to the internet. 
et la possibilité d'avoir même son téléphone pour acheter les couper les, 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 les crédits sans, sans explication. Donc, on a fait des actions aussi pareilles. One of the consequences of this was that the telecommunications companies decided to cut all communication. So we led another campaign. Ça nous a valu plusieurs arrestations. On nous battait dans des manifestations. So we had lots of protests. We were arrested. We were beaten. Et, et moi, j'ai été arrêtée plus de 13 fois. I was detained more than 13 times. Une fois, j'étais torturée et j'ai même des cicatrices à mon corps. I even have scars on my body. J'ai été même opérée sur ma jambe droite à cause de fouets de police. I was whipped by the police and I had to go undergo surgery on my right leg. J'ai fait la prison trois fois. I've been in prison three times. Et la plus longue, c'est quand j'ai passé six mois en prison et condamné. The longest time I've spent in prison was six months. C'est difficile quand d'en parler souvent parce que tu le vois, tu es en train de revivre ces moments de répression et pourtant tu, tu sais toi-même que c'est pour une bonne cause. It's difficult to talk about it because you relive it, but at the same time, you tell yourself this is for a good cause. Tu vois le policier qui est en train de te réprimer, il n'a rien, il n'a pas même d'eau, il n'a pas l'électricité. Ses enfants ne partent pas. So painful is that the police officer that is whipping you has nothing. He doesn't have water, he doesn't have electricity, his children don't go to school. Mais c'est le policier qui est en train de te réprimer. You're fighting for his rights, and yet he is the one who is harassing you. He's the one who's torturing you. Et des fois, on est, on est confuse. Des fois, personnellement, tu te dis, c'est quoi ça, au juste? Sometimes you get confused, you get lost, you think, what's the point? Why am I doing this? C'est difficile pour la famille de voir... Euh, s'engager dans, dans telle lutte. It's also difficult for family to watch you go through this during your activism. Ouais, C'est ça pourquoi de mon engagement. Donc, euh, j'étais indignée de la question d'eau. Euh, euh, mais d'autres... So, yes, that's why I do what I do. I was angry about the situation of the lack of water in my region. And many other things that I mentioned, but my main why was that everyone should have access to water in Goma. Rebecca is again one of a handful of female human rights defenders working in the DRC. Imagine what that must be like. She described for us what activism in general looks like, and more specifically, what it is like 
being a female human rights defender in an environment that sees heinous crimes against women. Um, je, it's not easy to be a woman and an activist. D'abord, nous sommes, nous avons grandi dans un système patriarcal. First of all, we've grown in this patriarchal system where the man decides, the man has the final word. The man is the one who dictates the rules of the game. It's not easy, not at all. It's not easy to be part of a movement where 90% of people are men. For me, it's been difficult because dans le sens c'est ma mère qui ensibissait au début c'est ma mère qui ensibissait des conséquences it was really difficult for me at first because my mom really took it badly she thought i haven't raised my daughter well i've done something wrong and it was difficult for me to see my mom go through that blame herself Parce que avec ce système patriarcal, on sait bien que si les enfants sont bien éduqués, ils évoluent très bien. C'est la gloire du père. Et quand il y a because within the patriarch, if the child grows up well and everything goes well, then the dad gets congratulated. But if something goes wrong and the child ends up being bad in some way, then the mother is the one who gets the blame. Donc ma mère était euh, en difficulté parce que même la famille my mom really struggled ma mère we had family meetings and my mom was told you haven't raised your daughter well because look at what she's doing she's involved in this activism and then when I went to prison that was so difficult being detained, that was so difficult for my mom. And we have a perception in my country and in Africa in general that women don't go to prison. This really didn't fit well for my mom and for my family. But today I really feel that my responsibility is to talk to people, to explain my perspective, my points of view. At first it was even difficult for me to understand why I was involved in activism. 
I didn't really fully comprehend my why. C'est la femme qui souffre en réalité. But today I understand that women are those who are suffering the most. Si nous voyons uh, les cas de l'insécurité, nous prenons juste cette, uh, cette, cette, cette exemple de. Uh, We can take the example of lack of security. L'humanité, en fait, c'est la femme qui donne la vie. C'est la femme qui. C'est son enfant qui va être kidnappé. C'est son, son mari qui est dans des groupes. Women are the ones who give life, who give birth, and yet. They are the ones who suffer because their son or their daughter is going to be kidnapped. Their daughter is going to be raped. Their child is the one who's going to be involved in armed conflicts. The mother is always the one who suffers. C'est la femme qui doit se lever tôt le matin pour aller chercher d'eau. C'est la femme qui doit arrêter ses études pour se marier. Women are the ones who have to stop studying. Women are the ones who have to go out and get water early in the mornings. Always women. Looking after the household, it's women. In my country, women are the only ones who take care of the house. Women are the ones who suffer. So really, for me, that means that women should be in the front line of activism. Women have to be frontliners. They have to commit themselves to that. It's not easy. Of course, it's not easy. Mais si on prend conscience de de nos souffrances, de ce que nos mamans ont traversé, aujourd'hui, je pense But que really, if we become aware uh, of the suffering that we go through, the suffering that our mothers have gone through, we would be in the front line. Women must spearhead the fight. I was interested to know more about her engagement with international agencies and organizations who have recognized her passion and steadfastness along this uncertain path towards an envisaged, peaceful, democratic Republic of Congo. Yes, I was recognized by several international agencies and organizations. C'est bien, en fait. C'est bien d'avoir euh, euh, reconnu ma lead. C'est bien que... It's nice to be recognized. Ou voyager, aller dans des... Euh, It's dans des conférences, lovely to go and travel abroad, go to conferences and talk about my struggles. Mais tant que la population ne comprend pas cela, If the people in my country don't understand, and to me it's a lost cause, there's no point to it. I want my country to acknowledge what I'm doing. It's of course really nice to have this international recognition, but 
Mais c'est bien d'être reconnu dans son pays. C'est bien. It would be even greater to be recognized in my country. I would love for my government to acknowledge what it is I'm doing. I would love for them to recognize my commitment. Of course, I'm, I'm grateful for international agencies for their recognition, but for me it would really be, it would mean everything for my country to acknowledge what I'm doing. As a young person, a human rights defender, and above all, a Congolese citizen, I wanted to hear what her dream of a future for the DRC is. One has to wonder if the idea of freedom and peace can be realized for DRC before the next generation is ushered in. C'est certain de de parler de l'avenir. Mais quand on parle about the future, it's very uncertain. Mais mais je pense que c'est possible. But I do think that it's possible. possible. C'est possible de d'avoir un avenir meilleur. It's possible to have a better future. De vivre dans dans un pays où là où il y a la paix. And to live in a country um, where peace reigns. La responsabilité revient à la population et aux autorités. It's really in the hands of the population and the authorities. They have the responsibility. Le, le plus grand travail que nous faisons aujourd'hui pour dans la lutte, c'est de de rendre cette population exigeante. Our biggest work today is to really make that population be those that demand things. Nous voulons que cette population prenne conscience de ses responsabilités, de son pouvoir. We want people to be aware of their power, their responsibility. Comme, comme la définition de la démocratie, le pouvoir du peuple par les This is the definition of democracy for the people, by the people, power to the people. Donc, Tant qu'il n'y aura pas cette prise de conscience de la population, je pense que l'avenir sera toujours flou. If people, however, are unaware of their power, then yes, the future will be uncertain. Mais quand, si la population, euh, la population revient à son pouvoir, prend son pouvoir, je pense que euh, l'avenir sera meilleur. But if people take power into their own hands, yes, we can have a better future, for sure. But the dirigeants who dirigent aujourd'hui, ils proviennent d'où? Ils proviennent de la population. Because the people who are leading us today, where do they come from? They are part of the population. Donc, il faut éduquer la population pour avoir des. We have to start with education. We have to educate our populations so that our leaders become responsible leaders. 
je pense que c'est ma perception d'avenir de, de rendre cette population euh, exigeante vis-à-vis -vis de ses droits, de ses devoirs. Et ensuite, on aura des dirigeants redevables et il y aura un pays... Then we will have leaders who are accountable. We will have a country that is peaceful with water, education, electricity. Chaque dirigeant ou chaque responsable, uh, il doit faire son travail parce qu'il sait bien qu'il y a une population derrière, derrière lui qui va. Uh, cette population va. Our leaders will understand that they have a lot of work to do because they have people to answer to. They have a whole population who have demands. C'est ça ma perception de, de l'avenir. Et j'ai l'espoir que la population... That's my perception of the future. And I have hope. I have hope that people will be aware of their responsibility and their power. And this is also part of my why. This is why I'm continuing with my struggle and my fight. Reflecting on this episode has brought me to a different place in understanding around this ongoing, relentless conflict, ravaging the people and terrain of the Democratic Republic of Congo for years. Rebecca speaks of remembering conflict as a part of growing up. Growing up within lack and scarcity. With the ray of hope, will and courage in her mother and her brother, which today has fueled her indignation to fight for what she knows is better, what she knows is right and just. The people of DRC living day by day in survival mode, longing for certainty, her own tales of capture and torture, which have left indelible marks in her memory. What does 26 years look like to you? Rebecca Kabur, a girl from Goma. From one of our youngest prisoners of conscience to your ears and hearts. My right, your right, our right. Humanity is for us all. This has been our third episode of season three of Let's Talk Human Rights, the FNF Africa podcast exploring human rights issues. We hope you enjoyed it. A reminder to look out for the French version of this episode. The Friedrich Naumann Foundation Sub-Saharan Africa, FNF, is an independent German organization that is committed to promoting liberal ideals and politics in Africa such as human rights, the rule of law, democracy, innovation, digitization, and free trade. By conducting campaigns, media events, seminars, workshops, study tours, cultural happenings, and training courses, the Foundation promotes human rights, including freedom of expression, freedom of the press, children's rights, and LGBTQIA rights, and engages against violence, against women and capital punishment. If you are interested in our activities, follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Simply check for Friedrich Naumann Foundation Africa.